0: Hi, I'm Pam Dunn, and for the next 10 minutes or so, join me in a conversation that will provide practical ways to access your inner wisdom. Since being wise means you will act and behave based upon your knowledge, what you know, it means when we know better, we can do better. There is immense wisdom in listening and learning from others. So what you hear today will provide infinite possibilities and opportunities for practice. Hi there, Pam Dunn here with 10 minutes of infinite wisdom. So what are we going to talk about this week? Self-care, but not your normal, ordinary self-care that, you know, you light a candle, you take a bath, you take a nap. You know, those are all self-care ways, but I want to take it a little bit deeper. You know, the place that you understand and and feel like there's no scented candle or bubble bath in the world that would take your stress or your burnout away. That's the kind of self-care I'm going to talk about. And this type of self-care that we're going to go over today really will give you different ways and tips and tools so that you can start doing this you know, more regularly, just paying attention to it every day. So I like to look at self-care from a holistic approach, meaning I think it's important to take care of yourself mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. So what does that mean? Well, mental self-care is really beginning to understand how your thinking affects your well-being and then taking care of that. Emotional is how your feelings affect your well-being, how your emotions affect your well-being and taking care of that. Spiritual uh, we'll we'll dive into that a little bit because it can mean something that's far greater than you. but also in a more grounded approach, more grounded and centered approach, it's really how our beliefs affect our well-being because sometimes we need to take care of our beliefs because we're operating from beliefs that don't take care of us. <laughs> And then, of course, there's physical self care. And we all know, you know, all different ways to take care of ourselves physically, but primarily it's going to be rest, food, movement. And and I think that's the one that we're most familiar with. So we're not going to start with that one. (laughs) We're going to start with mental self care. So when you think about taking care of yourself mentally, and you think about your thinking, I think that what happens is that we begin to glorify our thinking, rather than letting our thoughts go, and understanding that they're just thoughts, you know, that a lot of times we give them far more energy, far more weight than they truly, truly deserve. Because Many times, our thoughts are based out of old ways of thinking, old beliefs, not anything necessarily original. And then we begin feeding those thoughts. And honestly, our wisdom, what we're talking about here is how to access our inner wisdom. Our wisdom comes from a place deep inside of us that has nothing to do with our intellect or our thinking. And I think that's really valuable to understand that if you begin paying attention to your thinking and deciding that I'm only going to engage in the thoughts that support my magnificence, that support my centeredness, that support who I truly am in the world, in my world, then you will be taking care of yourself mentally, because you won't be engaging in those thoughts that are discouraging and don't take good care of you. You know, there's a, a great story called The Wolves Within. Many of you have probably heard it, but I think it's it's a good one for mental self care. And, and here it is. It's by David Griffith. An old grandfather whose grandson came to him with anger at a schoolmate who had done him injustice said, let me tell you a story. It is as if there are two wolves inside me. One is good and does no harm. He lives in harmony with those around him and does not take offense when no offense was intended. He will only fight when it is right to do so and without discouraging others. But the other wolf, ah, he is full of anger. The littlest thing will set him into a fit of temper. He fights and discourages. He cannot think clearly because of his anger. It is hard to live with these two wolves inside me for both of them try to dominate my spirit. And the boy looked into his grandfather's eyes and asked, which one wins, grandfather? And the grandfather answered, the one I feed. So what thoughts will you feed? Take care of yourself mentally. All right. So then let's go on to emotional self-care. It is really important, and, and I can't stress this enough, that feelings are meant to be felt not always expressed, but definitely felt. And that, that to bottle our feelings or to think that, you know, it's more important to talk about them only often fuels them. So you want to begin understanding that feelings are like visitors. They come and go. And you can learn how to move them through and out of your body before you respond. And if you go on our website, there is a place where you can download that feelings meditation. There is a feelings meditation also on the Insight Timer app that I have done. So there's lots of places that you could learn how to maneuver and and move those feelings through and out. But another thing that you want to understand which goes along with the self-care mentally Is that, you know, have you ever noticed where you're worrying about something and then all of a sudden you're anxious or you're upset or, you know, your body's just all, you know, in an uproar inside of you? Well, that's the concept of being engaged in the feeling of our thinking. Like if you weren't thinking about that, you wouldn't be feeling about it. And so a lot of times we exacerbate our feelings or fuel feelings with our thinking. So again, if you slow down and begin paying attention to that, you can really understand if you're taking care of yourself emotionally. And then also, you know, just being centered and grounded and, and that podcast was came out in early November. So if you want to check out that one, that's another way to begin to allow yourself to be centered and grounded, taking care of yourself mentally and emotionally. And now let's move on to spiritual self-care. Spiritual self-care, like I said earlier, is really going, we're going to talk about your beliefs, because most of us have reached a stress threshold. It's very hard for me to say that. So we've reached our threshold many times. And when we don't take care of ourselves or learn to take care of ourselves before we reach our threshold, at our threshold or when we cross it, that's when we become crabby, we're blaming, we're... You know, we have a short fuse, Uh, we don't feel really good about ourselves. And you can look at what's going on mentally and emotionally, but sometimes it's really about your beliefs. What you believe about yourself is a limited perspective. What you might believe about others or the world in that moment or about that topic is coming from a limited perspective. So your self-talk is really important. Really pay attention. Are you beating yourself up? Are you comparing? Are you asking yourself questions that are not helpful? Like, why do I keep doing that? Because that's not helpful. And adopting an I am statement or beginning to operate from characteristics or values that are important to you and doing that consciously That takes care of you spiritually because you are consistently and constantly focused on who you want to be and you're learning to behave that way. One of the ways that uh, you can get into this practice is to have a practice of every morning, tell yourself three things you love about yourself. And in the evening, tell yourself three things you appreciate about yourself from that day. Okay. And then before we go, we want to make sure that we just touch upon the physical self-care, remembering that to understand that this body that you are walking in the world in is your home, the encasing, the the home for your soul and its expression. And so you want to naturally feed it well, move it, rest regularly. And I know there's times that you can't. But if you are in a habit of taking care of yourself physically, then those times that are challenging don't cause you to cross a threshold because you have good self-care. So remembering that small measures make big changes. I love what James Clear says, is that we don't rise to the level of our goals, we actually fall to the level of our systems. So you want to begin creating a system that is supportive of your self-care, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. You know, getting support from someone else that will help you move out of your stress, not necessarily validate the stress you know, like they can empathize or or hear you or hold space for you, but you want to go to people that are going to help you move through and out of it. So those are lots of really quick ideas, but I think as we're moving into, you know, a typical winter and holiday season for many of us, that you want to begin that process of taking care of yourself mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Thank you for listening and have a great week. We'll see you soon, or at least talk to you soon. Accessing our inner wisdom is ongoing and ever-changing. You may now be thinking, how can I access more of my infinite wisdom, Well, we have lots of ways to do that. So go to www.yourinfinitelifeonline.com and consider taking two hours and attend our skilled communication online class. Each class is only $99 and is limited to five participants so that you can get individual attention to become a better communicator. We have a learning journey membership program for only $29 per month and five collaboratives throughout the year that bring experts together on various topics. Thanks for joining us. And if you've benefited from this podcast, please subscribe, like, and or comment. Find out more about our coaching and offerings also at www.yourinfinitelifeonline.com. Have a great week accessing your inner wisdom.